Hey, good morning. It's Greg Ficellia. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Next Big Thinker Podcast. I've been thinking a lot about sales and sales leadership, reflecting on my own career and looking at how looking at different sales roles that are available today and uh, uh, job descriptions and I'm, I'm, I'm curious uh, I always like taking a look at that to kind of keep my finger on the pulse of, of what uh, how companies define the duties and qualifications of a successful uh, you know, for for the sales roles that they're trying to fill, and you know, and it varies, right? Whether it's an entry level type position or uh, you know a more seasoned type role, but when i when i look at at these job descriptions i reflect back on my own sales career and what's what's worked how my you know how my abilities and my professionalism everything evolved over time why i initially got into sales and what i learned during that those early years in sales, and then why I I uh, viewed sales as a great way to it, it aligned with sort of how I wanted to design my life, and and a lot of that, in fact, or a part, in part, what that did is put me in conflict with uh, management in some cases. And and I didn't. And some of the things that they asked that management would ask salespeople to do didn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, you know, and, and I'm not a rebel, and I'm not opposed to management and, and all of that. But I was definitely a put your head down, get to work, could see you know what the big picture was, what our what our purpose was day in and day out as salespeople and I would just go out and do it. Uh, it was fun and I liked the the sort of every day is a new day sort of approach to sales. You know, what are you going to create today? How are you going to build on today? Which How are you going to, how is what you're doing today going to build on what you did yesterday? And to me it was always about New client, new clients, uh, building sales through new clients. Always looking for another new client. So I've, I always had a business development mindset that hasn't changed, and that's to me what was exciting about sales. And it, and I, you know, and it took courage to to step out and do certain uh, aspects of the role. That's what drew me to it. And, and what I saw was, you know, if I just do these things, yeah, it's going to, it's going to move me to the top of the rankings in the company. It's going to give me the freedom to sort of freedom over my time 
and my income, my earnings. And I, I talked about this on a previous episode, how I, when I was able to go from a base plus commission compensation plan to a straight commission plan, when I took that opportunity to do that, how it immediately doubled my income and I was making more than my sales managers. <laughs> That's when I knew I didn't want to be a sales manager. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I probably I have different ideas around sales management now. But that's to me what I liked about sales. So in my career, really how my career has kind of evolved, what, what I've ended up doing is opening, is, is taking on the toughest sales roles. And, and I, you know, I don't know why. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, looking for tough jobs, but... Uh, the challenge and the uh, gave me the motivation to go out and do well. You, you know, so what I've done is opened in three different cities, big cities. I have opened new markets and sales channels for the, the companies I worked for or that I represented. Basically, from a blank sheet of paper, no customers no revenue, starting from scratch, starting with customer one, sale one, building it until there was a a new market for the company, a new sales channel. And so I don't know. It seems to me that that ability isn't as important today as maybe it was 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago when I was doing this. Maybe technology has made it easier. I don't know. What I think is the technology has replaced the interpersonal uh, um, part of selling, the relationship part of selling to a certain extent. And you know, and as we have sort of a new generation now of of uh, people in the workplace who may be in management roles or hiring roles for sales positions, you know, the default is to think technology is going to be the answer to growing the business. And yeah, of course, yeah, you know, technology certainly has improved the selling process made it easier in some ways but it's still a people business you still have to get out and talk to people and and, you know I know you know they buyers can go online and learn about your company and reach out to you that's all great but you still need to be able to gain trust establish rapport establish credibility earn the business and and you do that eyeball to eyeball I don't think that's I don't I don't think that's going to change. Uh, at least for high income sales opportunities, right? So to me that's what's exciting about sales. When I look at again I talked about this a couple episodes ago Tim Tim Ferriss's book. I was going back and looking at the 4-hour work week and he talked about courage and excitement the opposite of, what was it? It was really cool. The opposite of 
happiness is not sadness. What the heck did he say now? Now I'm, now I'm getting it all twisted. <laughs> you have to go get four-hour work week and look at it. I think it's in chapter one. Um, I'll mention it again tomorrow on the podcast. But courage and excitement. To me, that's what sales is all about. So, or not what sales is all about. Those are the sales opportunities that excite me, motivate me, that require courage. Facing your fear, boom, moving forward, moving through your fear. That's, those are the sales opportunities I love. And, of course, the reward should be greater for those roles, right? For that, for that type of selling. That's what's exciting to me. So I wanted to share that today. Uh, see what you all think about that. As this podcast evolves, I think it's going to become more of a sales leadership podcast. Uh, you know, one of the businesses that I launched down in Charlotte, I opened a new, brand new market for a leadership or a, a management and executive uh, leadership education business, a global company. They did not have a presence in North Carolina. And I built from scratch a brand new region for that company in North Carolina. And it was all, all of our customers were Fortune 500 companies. And they didn't offer any marketing support. They didn't have a budget for marketing or advertising. So it was all on me. And so you've got to be creative and efficient, right? So I had the sales piece down as far as my skill set. But what I learned from, I guess it was about six or seven years of actual hosting these seminars or facilitating them you know I would bring an expert management thinker to Charlotte and the expert would teach managers and executives from these different companies uh, on you know they teach different topics area, you know areas whatever their area of expertise was and, and, and you know topics were leadership topics management topics what I learned from all of those seminars helped me professionally, personally, and in my salesmanship. Tremendously, tremendously, especially as it comes to interacting with uh, prospects. And, and, you know, interestingly enough, where it worked really well was in one-call close selling opportunities. Because you need to, if you can present yourself as professional, knowledgeable, but you have a personal demeanor that is unique and uh, is immediately, it's immediately apparent to the prospect that you are professional, you have that, that demeanor that says, I'm just, 
is disarming in that they drop their guard a little bit. They open up. You know, in other words, you're able to establish trust, credibility, rapport within the first five minutes. I learned how to do that, to get really good at that, because of the leadership and management education that I got. You know, over six or seven years, or whatever it was, you know, 80 some odd workshops that I hosted. Um, you know, that was over 400 plus hours of high level executive education. Huge. Couldn't, uh, can't afford to buy that. <laughs> It'd cost a fortune to go to some of these top business schools or have these consultants come to your company. It, costs a, it would cost a fortune. So I actually was able to, to put those programs together and get people to pay money to come to them, and so I made money doing it. Um, but that all rolled up into one bottom line helped me be a much more effective, a more well-rounded sales professional. So that's why I think, you know, Next Big Thinker is about... Uh, who is the next big thinker in leadership and management education. But it's also about salesmanship. How can, how can uh, high-level executive education make you a better salesperson? And, and I think, you know, that's the more professional you are as a salesperson, the more well-developed you are in, in, in Skills like communication, executive presence, uh, dealing with difficult people, uh, being able to think strategically, having an innovation mindset, uh, all of these things help you uh, in a sales presentation, in a sales meeting. What do you think about that? For those that have listened to a number of episodes, reach out to me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com forward slash in forward slash G-R-E-G-G-F as in Frank A-U-C-E-G-L-I-A. Send me a message. Let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. Uh... This is going to be coming out in as a blog and in, in video as well. So I'm going to be looking for other ways to connect with you and to share my thoughts. Um, and then we'll be doing some awesome interviews as well here. So thanks again for your listenership. Please subscribe. Please share the podcast. Uh, that'd be helpful. Help me get the word out. And I look forward to being back tomorrow with a new episode on Next Big Thinker. Have a great day.